Okay, this is an episode that I am really excited about because the main reason I even felt comfortable ever even starting a podcast is because my brother Adam started one first. So Adam is about uh, seven-ish years older than me, and he is one of the most detail-oriented people I've ever met. He started a podcast over two years ago called Nerd is in the Details, and it was super fun to follow along with him and his friend as they dissect things that I absolutely, well, have no interest in, actually. But truly, because my brother is wildly talented and has just the most epic podcast voice, as you'll hear today. He drew me in every episode. And my sister-in-law is just one of those people that I describe as if I was in some mythological situation starting a company, she'd be the person that I hire first because she's just one of those people that do whatever she's going to do to the best of her ability. And she honestly has so many abilities. And also kind of on that thread, she is a dietitian and she's an amazing cook. And so I think it'd be really fun to bring just Ashley back on on a future podcast to talk about her being a dietitian and all of her amazing recipes. I always leave her house stuffed full of delicious food. But for the purposes of today, let's just go ahead and jump into it. Okay. Hi. 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 <laughs> I'm so happy to be staring at y'all's faces. Number one, I have to say, this is my first two guest episode, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Very excited. And Adam, I hate to start out a little bit competitive, but is it true that although you've had a podcast for way longer than me, this is the first time that Ashley's been on a podcast and it's my podcast. Is that right? It's true. And and honestly, after talking to you, your podcast is more popular than ours. And ours (laughs) is in the season, I think we're season three or four now, but yeah, I think She's on a more popular podcast before she was on mine, so it hurts a little, that's okay. Oh, hey, you know that it's all about engagement. I'm sure you have a lot of dedicated listeners, and our listeners don't cross over at all. You know, nerd is (laughs) in the details, every mom needs a friend. Mom mom listens to both of them. That's true. That's true. She is the most dedicated listener. So, okay, so Adam, you started a podcast. I talked about the reason I felt comfortable starting a podcast is because you did first. So why did you start a podcast? It was literally when we were down in San Antonio um, at our house church, one of our friends, the guy that led it, Ryan Rohan said, Hey, one of my friends is moving back here. He's, he's in the military. He's PCSing back. So that's what we call a move. He's moving back to San Antonio. I think you're going to like him. And immediately I'm like, I'm not going to like him. Yeah. Like, I don't, when people tell me they're going to, I'm going to like somebody. I'm always like, eh, not going to happen. I don't know why. I just, <laughs> everything that seems popularist, I'm always like, I don't like yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, I met Nathan and uh, Ryan was right. I loved Nathan right off the bat. He was just, we were kindred spirits and it was just something about, I've kind of wanted to start a podcast. Like I just, and I didn't understand how low the barrier to entry is. So that's the, I guess the trick to this, um, that and writing books, barriers to entry in 2021, so low. And we just started, we literally just started buying stuff. I think we spent like $500, like- you know, like that, bought all the equipment and we just started doing it. I um, I remember talking with you because if you remember, it was because Christopher was maybe going to start a podcast and I was like mm-hmm. staring over his shoulder like, ooh, and then what was that? And like taking notes. But I mean, I, I think one of the things I did feel intimidated about starting my podcast was because you and Nathan had such a good camaraderie, a good conversation back and forth. I worried that if it was me by myself, which is why I like to invite on guests and I have kind of a 
skewed vision of like 50% plus guests because I like that better. And it is fun to have a married couple. So hi, Ash. <laughs> hey, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, you're there. Well, Ash, I have to ask and you can pause if you need to. But so if you were going to start a podcast yourself, what would you talk about? Do you have a working title? Because you have all the equipment at your house, I have to say. That's true. We have copious amounts of equipment. Um, I don't have a working title. I should have thought of that. But uh, it would be something about food, cooking, cocktails. I think it's every um, mom needs a dietitian. That's the title. Yeah, well, <laughs> or every mom needs a cocktail. There you go. Every mom that, needs that a cocktail. True. That's what it is. That's the working title. Yes. Yes. You actually gave me, it was for my 30th birthday, that mixology book. And I proudly displayed that. Have you made some cocktails from that? Let's get physical. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. We have. Yeah, we have yeah. it as well. I got it. I think I got it for my birthday or for Christmas after I gifted I think it, it to Christmas. you. Yeah. So yes. I'm sipping a cocktail right now. It does not have any Prosecco in it, but it's... Uh, well, well um, I'll just I'll just tell myself too. So we got that. I bought that for Ashley, knowing the contents. We, you know, one night Ashley's like, let's make some drinks. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going through it and I am keep going like, oh, well, this looks good, but we don't have Prosecco. And then I go the next one like, ah. This one calls for Prosecco. And finally, <laughs> Ashley was like, they all have Prosecco. That's the point. Which is why, as y'all know, Prosecco is my favorite drink. Uh, we do Currently know. drinking it right now. Cheers to y'all. Tink. Cheers. Um, so, okay. But yes, no, Ash, I think one of the things I was thinking about is I could have you on for like 10 more episodes just talking about cooking because honestly, how Adam talks about nerdy stuff, I feel like you could talk about cooking. Like you like the gadgets, you like all the ideas behind it. Were you always a cook growing up? I don't think so. No. And I kind of fell into, so I'm a dietitian, if that wasn't clear, but that's not even why I love cooking. I just really love food. Um, and I just like to create, but the thing is, I'm not even that creative. <laughs> I'm totally happy following a recipe. Um, but I want like all the special pots and I just put a, like a pasta maker thing on my Christmas list. I just, it just brings me so much joy. And like, if I'm going to watch TV, it's Food Network. Yes. Yes. And there's really nothing new. Like it's the same food, but. Oh, but you're a great cook. And actually I just talked to mom and with them coming up for Thanksgiving, she said, you're going to cook everything. And the sigh of relief on her, she's <laughs> like, I just get to be there and be with Emmy and Eli and Ash is going to cook. And we all love it when you cook. So I'm, is there, is there anything new you're going to cook for Thanksgiving or anything you're excited about or just the traditional stuff? I don't think we've done a menu yet, have we? No, I haven't started the menu, which is like, 75% of the joy is making the menu. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't actually like turkey. So I've done like Cornish game hens in the past or turkey breast or something like that. Um, so I don't know. I don't have any idea. We'll see. I wish I could be there. We'll already be in Seattle at that point, which is so crazy. Which is, it's not that crazy. It's been a while. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. Honestly, it's yeah. like, I need to get there. So, okay, but let's jump back. So I'm so happy to have both of you here. As I've already explained to the viewers, Adam's my oldest brother. And so it's fun to have him and his sweet wife. And I even, y'all, I even think about when I like drive by Drake's now that I'm in Louisville right now. And I'm like, I remember sitting across from y'all and being like, is Adam going to? marry this girl? Like I was so fangirling over you from the beginning, but okay. So let's start. Let's jump all the way back to the beginning because one of the things I haven't shared is that y'all actually are like the poster children for how amazing online dating can be. 
And like, was it, was it that prevalent like nine years ago when y'all were doing it or what was it like back then? Yeah. I mean, I felt like some people thought I was crazy doing it, but I also felt like if you don't, if you want to meet a certain type of person, you have to be in the places that those people are. So for me, like that, that wasn't a bar, that wasn't a sporting event. You know, like I, and I was already out of college, you know, so to me it was logical and I had a very methodical way that I went through the process. Um, and I liked it. I liked getting on and checking, seeing who my matches were and answering the questions and like just really following the procedure. I thought that was fun. Well, and I think like in light of knowing you now, like nine-ish years later, that that is the most Ashley answer I've ever heard in my whole life. Like that, yep. that is who Ashley is, like answering questions, staying within bounds. Like you are, that is Ashley's. But so Adam, what was it like when you were on? Because I mean, like you are a methodical, detailed-oriented person, but like, was it so fun like doing that or was it intimidating? It wasn't intimidating. And so at the time I was enlisted, I'm an officer now and, and as is Ashley, but we, I was enlisted in the Air Force and my peer group wasn't doing that. And I, I'd enlisted late. Obviously, you know, most people know you can join the military at 18. I joined at 24, I think. And I, I joined uh, eHarmony pretty early, but then I got off of it. I got disgruntled, didn't really work out. I did, what's the one? Christian Mingle. That one really was terrible at the time. I don't know what it's like. Plenty now. of fish. No. Never did plenty of fish. <laughs> never did Tinder. I don't even think those things existed at the time. But, um, after I got back from Iraq, I got back on eHarmony. And yeah, amongst my peer group, that was definitely not the norm. Because to Ashley's point, you know, you're, they're meeting people in bars or other people that they work with. And it was probably, it was like kind of a hookup culture and all that stuff that as a Christian, I'm not going to participate in anyways. So I'm not finding the people I would like. Um, so it was like, it was a good avenue for kind of a structured approach to to finding someone. I mean, I was... I was such the eternal optimist. I You could do like different like payment plans. So like the longer, you know, if you bought like six months or eight, a year or whatever, like it's less expensive per month. But I would do it like, I think, was it three months at a time? You did a, you did monthly, which was well, like I did the monthly most expensive. Option. Because I was just so sure I was going to meet somebody. And I spent a lot more money than I had to because it took a long time. And where <clears throat> someone got just like hit after hit, like I just didn't have as many at first. And so I was kind of like, oh, gosh, maybe this isn't worth it. Um, but I'm glad I stuck with it. It, was, it actually was worth all the dollars I spent because I got my beautiful bride. Aww. Ash, what was it like? I, I kind of remember this story, but like Adam gets out of the car, your first date. I remember you being <laughs> like, I, I am making so many assumptions about this guy, literally in the moments of him walking to, what was that like? So he had on aviators. And I don't know what he was wearing. Actual Ray-Bans too, you know. Yeah, they were. At the time. And I was like, oh, he's like one of these cool kind of frat guy type guys, which Adam is very cool. He's not a frat guy type guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, you know, I didn't know. And I, I come from a very bi a different background and he had a cool car and I did not. And so I just kind of made a big assumption about like, he's just going to be this cool guy. I'm just this dork this will this will come and go pretty oh, you're quick. still a dork yeah i am <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh no that is really sweet i at that time it was like nine years ago right it would was, that be the right it was martin luther king 2012 yeah i mean it was it's nine an and okay a half. day yeah in 12 yeah. 
Yeah. We're, we're getting close to 10. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I feel like in my head, y'all were like the first people maybe that I heard about it, but I have to say, I did look up a statistic just for you, Adam. So a Stanford study from, I think last year suggested that 39% of couples meet through online dating. And I actually wonder like with the pandemic, if that's going to only increase, I, I have to believe. Oh, that's that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, I could believe that. I had a, a boss at the time who was also online dating, also met her husband, and they made up a lie to tell when people like, oh, how'd you meet? They're like, oh, mutual friends was their answer. And Adam and I are always like, oh, eHarmony. Like we're totally proud of it. But they, I think more people than admit it mm-hmm. have met that way. Interesting. I don't know what the shame is. I, I think it's a cool way to meet. I'm fine with it. I wonder <laughs> what that is. I don't, I don't I'm glad y'all don't. I'd be do curious not. to know if more women than men have a, like a struggle with like maybe that's how they met because there's such an uh, idolization of like the meet cute, right? Like the kind of the romantic image. And it's not that I don't love that. Like I would, you know, but that's cute. Like that's why we watch, you know, rom-coms and things like that. But um, practically I wonder if men care about it less and would be probably more willing to admit it. Um, but I don't know. I mean, for your coworker, I don't know what her, her husband was kind of. It was her. Yeah. It was her husband who was shameful. I know, but it. he was kind of. <laughs> odd anyways (laughs) oh man okay so uh online dating wow such a wild thing but i know that we mentioned it so military i'm so proud of y'all but i mean i'm so glad that ultimately y'all are together ash that i get to call you a sister-in-law you bring so much to my life so much to our family's life it's so fun to watch y'all grow in your sweet marriage but okay so but i'm staring at you and i'm remembering even though y'all are absolute dorks and so fun You're both amazing military people. And so, Adam, you talked about that you were in the military first. Ash, why don't you talk about your entry into the military? Yeah, so that's interesting. So I have been a dietitian since 2010, and we happened to be in the military hospital for an appointment for Adam, um, and I kind of just wandered back into the nutrition department. Um, Just we were looking around the hospital. I had no reason to be back there. Um, and the guy sitting at the desk was like, can I help you? Like I was kind of in a place I probably shouldn't have been. It clearly said employees only, but I just cruised on back there and I was like, oh, you know, I'm a dietitian just looking around. And he said, well, I'm a dietitian. And he was in uniform. He's a Lieutenant Colonel at the time. And he's like, I'm a dietitian. Do you like your job? And I was like, oh, not really. You know, the (laughs) job I had at the time was kind of challenging, kind of daily grind, not that rewarding. Um, and one thing led to another and I end up commissioning in the United States Air Force, which Adam had suggested years prior and I had turned him down. Um, but something about where we were in our life at that time, I was just like, I have to do this. And so that's, that's that. I want to add two things to this. First off, I can remember the exact place on the trail in Hamilton County, Ohio, where I had suggested Ashley, Hey, have you thought about you could become an officer as a dietitian and, you know, just be a great career path, all that. And she told me, you know, I never even thought I would date somebody in the military, you know, much less marry them. You'll be the military. I'll be a, you know, a civilian. Um, so I remember that distinctly. And like she said, I didn't, I didn't never like pushed you or anything, but I, I suggested it from time to time. But what I think is really cool. We were in the hospital because of uh, I was seeing urology for just for fertility stuff 
which has been a theme in our life as well. And so we are there for something that's really has tragedy and pain involved in it. But out of that, like we just happened, like we went to, we were supposed to go to this appointment and they're like, well, we're running behind. You want to reschedule? And I was like, no, we're not rescheduling. We'll wait the hour or whatever it is. And I was like, Ash, you want to walk around the hospital? And because we did that, and you know, like she said, we wandered into the basement. We saw the signs of nutritional medicine. You know, if we hadn't done that, I mean, the Lord would have worked things to his good anyways, but like, it's just, it seems very like structured the way it all happened. So yeah, it's very cool. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's amazing. Well, and so Ash, I mean, well, let me just say, we will have to jump into so many other fertility things and y'all's marriage, um, but keeping it to the military. So Ash, what's it like being a dietitian in the military versus a dietitian not in the military? So on the outside, as we say, <laughs> if you're not on the inside, uh, on the outside, you kind of pick a lane, so to speak. So you either are, you know, an inpatient clinical dietitian, or you're a bariatric surgery dietitian, or you work in the school system or whatever. Um, and as a military dietitian, especially in the Air Force, you kind of just do it all. I mean, you do whatever, whatever your next assignment is, that's what you do. So currently I run a food, a hospital food service operation. So we do all those things. We do inpatient nutrition, outpatient nutrition. I have a staff feeding operation. We feed patients. We do, you know, community outreach. And so you kind of get to touch everything, uh, which is intimidating and cool at the same time. And kind of a major theme of the military is like, you often go into something not 100% competent and prepared, but they get you there. And kind of the point is you get there and you learn it and move on and do the next thing and learn the next thing. So you're always kind of changing and growing into a different person. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, I think you both have been benefited from education within the military. So for Adam, it was like getting your booty in gear and getting a <laughs> lot of parts of your degree. And I know, I mean, I think we say it, we definitely say it behind your back that like Ash is the reason that you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, talk a little bit about that as a married couple, being married to a woman who is so smart and can do. I swear if Ash tomorrow decided she wanted to learn French, she would learn French and she would do it pretty well. So, but, but talk about that. Talk about that part in your marriage. I think so many people, and it's not even, it's not a knock on people writ large, but you know, we make up excuses, right? And there's a lot of valid excuses in the world for not doing whatever it is. Um, and the thing that, and Ashley probably accepts some of those excuses, but what she never accepts is not doing your best. Like if you're going to do something, you're going to execute it properly and you're going to do it all the way. And that's not just from her being in the military. That's just who she is. Now she's pretty much always been that I've known her and then probably before that as well. Um, and so, you know, I had said, I want to restart school and I looked at Indiana Wesleyan and we'd actually talked about that on our first date because she was thinking about getting her master's degree there and and all that. And so I had said, I would like to do this. And we got married. And then she was kind of just like, well, so when are you going to start? You know, I don't know that you necessarily forced me to do that at all. But like I had said, I was interested. I wanted to do it. Obviously, getting a college education is a good idea in general. And I had a, quite a bit of college already under my belt from screwing around for years. So she prompted and encouraged me to go ahead and yeah, just start. 
And then I started my first class and I showed her my first paper that I'd written. And she was like, I think you cried, didn't you? I think I cried. I was like, (laughs) did you even read the assignment? Like he started off with whatever the question was. And then I don't even know. So I was like, we have to start over. And I just kind of said, like, this is how you do it. You take the rubric and you paste it and then you answer the questions and then you make it a paper. And it was honestly really rough but he ended up finishing his degree by himself in afghanistan so um and not this isn't a a brag like but i had a 4-0 and i i had failed out of college before in my life like so from going from that to having a a straight 4-0 um was i an attribute to ashley and she didn't i mean she helped me in that she you know showed me how to properly answer the questions (laughs) stuff like that but you know like she encouraged me and then and taught me and then you know like like she said i just got it under my got my feet under me but to her credit she doesn't accept half-assed work like it's not like you do it the right way or just don't do it don't even bother with it and because of that i was able um to finish my degree finish strong and because of that i was able to then apply for a commission and become an officer in the air force i'm hear it for the right words. Like I did my own work, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. proud of my achievements. Like I, I finished the degree. I did the commissioning. Like it's, they chose me because of the work I'd done as an enlisted person and stuff, but I wouldn't have gotten there without Ashley's prompting her encouragement, her, her driving me. Yeah. And then, you know, building a drive in myself. So it really is, you know, a lot of it's to, to Ashley's credit. Well, and we love Ashley for that, for sure. I will say, like, <laughs> I just hearing you say that, Adam, I just think that that is just such a good byproduct of a healthy marriage that ultimately it's cool that y'all have this very tangible thing. I don't know if I can think of the most tangible thing in me and Christopher's relationship, but like ultimately you're hoping that your spouse is that that right person to push you in the ways that other people, it's going to feel uncomfortable no matter what. And it'd be really sweet if your spouse got to be that person to help you grow and become a better person, a better version of yourself. So it's been an absolute privilege to watch y'all grow in your marriage. And it's been fun to like, see how Adam, honestly, because I've known you my whole life, I I've known you my whole life but you haven't known me. No, no, no. I've known you my nope. whole, which, which way is it? Because I've known. We've both known each other our whole, your whole life. My your whole, whole life. life. Yeah, we've both life. known each other. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, wait, you're older than me. And which I was talking to mom and like, LOL. I'm like, mom, how much older is Adam than me? And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, what is it? Like seven-ish <laughs> Six years? Six years, right? Six years? Well, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the end of 84 and you're spring of 92, right? 91. 91. Yeah. So Ash, do the math, but okay. (laughs) Okay. So, um, all right. So I am so glad that y'all were on the podcast today. Y'all are a couple that I just adore and look up to in so many ways. And, but you guys have so much more to talk about. Like we only scratch the surface. I, I would love for y'all to come back on as a couple again and dive more into what you kind of alluded to Adam, which is how you've grown your family through adoption. And honestly, how I've had two huge huge blessings in my life through my sweet nephew and my sweet niece. So would y'all come back on and talk about that? I feel like that would be a great discussion. Yeah, we'd be glad to. I can't think of anything better. (laughs) Oh, I love y'all so much. Y'all are great. Okay, well, cool. Well, we'll talk soon. I love you both. Have a great night. I love you, Anna. Bye. Bye. 
Okay, y'all. So as I alluded to, and I guess if you missed the title of the episode, I am splitting this discussion into a two-parter because all the topics I wanted to cover with Adam and Ash are just too dang good to cover in one episode. I hope, though, that y'all loved hearing us discuss online dating and the stigma around that and then also military life. We actually dive a little more into those in the next episode as well as get into Adam and Ash's infertility journey and adoption stories. Ugh, both this episode and next episode are such good ones. So look for part two dropping later this week, but be sure to be following on Instagram at Every Mom Needs a Friend and the website show notes and the blog that's everymomneedsafriend.com. Y'all are the best though, and Adam and Ash are just something special, don't you think? Okay, okay, okay. That's all for today. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.